Welcome back to another episode of the College Football Overdrive Podcast. My name is Fred Purdue. I'm one of your hosts. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Rick Brown. What's going on, Rick? Freddie P, what's happening, my boy? Man, I got to be a fan this weekend, and man, it felt good. It felt good. Real good. Real good. Mm. 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 Okay. My picks don't <laughs> feel that good, but uh no. Yeah, yeah, somebody some 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 my I, I cheer for our, our our military personnel. You had one job. Mm. Tame a bull. Break mm. the bull. You couldn't mm. even do never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We'll get mm. into it. So Let's pay some bills real quick before we, we jump right into this thing because we did have a very exciting weekend. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter, X Twitter, that is, at CFB Overdrive. You can find myself on Twitter, at Fred Purdue CFB. Uh, and you can find Rick. Where can they find you, man? Because uh, they got questions to ask you, and you got questions to answer. Eric Brown 91, R I C K B R O W N 91 is where you can find me. Good stuff. Good stuff. So. We had a, I won't call this a wild weekend or like upsets or anything crazy like that because there wasn't anything. There was some, there were some big, big, big scores over the weekend, but uh, nothing just catastrophic just to kind of go kind of highlight some of the things that went on. We had uh, Penn State extending their uh, college football active record of 30 points or more. Uh, they have the longest active streak of scoring 30 points or more to 12 games. Don't really see an end in sight. Penn State looks pretty good. Looks pretty darn good. Uh, of course, you know your 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 Colorado Buffaloes went down in, but they fought back. They fought back. We'll talk about it. Uh, Georgia got a bit of a scare. Michigan did what they're supposed to do against teams like Nebraska. Uh, Missouri continuing to be the show me. They're showing us what they're supposed to do. Oregon doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, Oklahoma, we I asked you that question at the beginning of the year, and you you can kind of, if you want to want to expound on it a little bit. Um, I asked you, is Oklahoma when we talk the Big Twelve, is this Oklahoma team ready to have a last hurrah and do what? The what wrestlers did in the W in back in the old wrestling days win the title and leave. Are they really are they that team to do that? They look really good right now. They dropped 50 again. We'll find out next week. Yeah, we'll find out next week. Definitely. Who wants the who wants the belt to take mm. to the net to the new league? Uh, mm-hmm. South Carolina and Tennessee. I was, ugh, I was, it's, it made me want to puke. Your, your, your rattler, your rattler. Uh, just did not look all that great. Um, yeah, I was very – I wasn't impressed. But I'm also not impressed with my dark horse team that I'm carrying over from last year. Joe Milton is not a Heisman Trophy candidate. He might not even be good enough to be their starter. Nico, I'm calling for you, dog. I'm calling for you. I don't know if you'll get the call, but you, if you want to pick up, you can pick up at some point. Go for it. Um your Washington Huskies, Michael Penix and company, they got a test. They got a finally got a test. So, yeah, 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 yeah. 
This weekend was a little crazy. Got a little crazy. Nothing, nothing out of hand. And of course, um, Oregon State finally got some get back. They did on Friday night under the lights against Utah. Utah has a good defense, but quarterback. We're seeing the ugly head of the backup quarterback who just isn't ready yet. Um, yeah, it, it just didn't look good. DJ didn't look great, but hey, uh, supporting cast did and. They gave Utah. They knocked off a top ten team. Mm, I, I can't say I can't call that an upset, but it, it, they did knock off another top ten team. Um, I think it. I think you almost have to call it an upset, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I and just surprised it. Just so I don't know about this Utah team. I I I, I just don't know. I, I thought they were more in tune to what they want to do. And maybe they'll get better as the season um, winds down, but they're they're putting themselves in a precarious situation here. Definitely. Uh, I think I want to institute Prop V. I don't, as much as I I feel for this team at this point, um, Mm. Virginia. That was tough. That was tough. The jaw. I mean, they 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 give. They have victory in their hands, and the jaws of defeat continue to ravage this program. So I think I want to institute Prop V. Leave them out of this for this year. Let can we punt on this year and just let them leave them alone? Yes, please. Because no I, jokes. No, no jokes, nothing. No, or, no jokes. Or UVA. Never. No, nothing for UVA. Um, a game that I caught, I caught the end of, which was very interesting. Uh, mm. Baylor and UCF, and yeah, how, how, UCF, how? You had this game in hand. I'm glad I didn't yeah. put you on that parlay bet. Mm. Mm. Jeez, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. I mean, UCF. That was not a good. They were they were cruising. I just the turnovers, the lack of the loss of momentum, and 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 I always say old Mo is a is a mother. You know what? Uh, But you know, but when momentum swings, it swings big time. Dave Aranda, you got you bought yourself another week, but man. Big 12 looks like it's going to be interesting going forward. <laughs> team YOLO. Mm, team YOLO did uh did do did they did work. 44 to 17 over in one Indiana. Um anytime anybody beats anybody from Indiana, it's a good day. If you know, you know. Um definitely the upset of, the upset of the week for me. And this was a blowout, but the score won't tell it. Bowling Green walked into Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Walked into Atlanta, Georgia, uh, 21 and a half point underdogs. Not only did they cover, <laughs> but they can't went away and won by 11 points. And it was a blowout. It was never close. It was 17, 14 and a half. They ran off 21 straight in the third quarter and said, Bye, guys. Haynes King, explain it to me. 
you throw for 348 yards, four touchdowns, and you lost. Explain it. I don't understand. It's Bowling Green. You're making the ACC look bad. Hey, guys. Hey, Bowling Green, thanks. I hope they're pissed off next week. I hope they're pissed (laughs) off. I hope they're pissed off. Thank you. Thank you. Because a category – never mind. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I said I was going to be good this year. I was going to be good. So I'm going to be good. Tough loss. That's bad. Very tough loss. Very tough loss. Very tough loss. Yeah. You can't – and what makes me – it makes no sense to me. Bowling Green had 10 penalties for 113 yards. But, hey, Georgia Tech, you only had the ball for 17 minutes. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Two of of eight on third down. You can't push anybody around for four of eight, five of eight, three of eight. Ugh. (sighs) Makes me want to, in the words of one Mike Gundy, makes me want to puke. Yeah, I know he wants. Want. I know he wants to. Right now. <laughs> it's bad there too. It's bad there too. So we have we had picks. I I, I just kind of wanted to go through that a little bit and and just kind of get more <clears throat> around the country because I know I get. Well, you don't talk about our team. We you, you don't talk about my team, and so I just want to make sure everybody understands that we're equal opportunists here. Yeah, we love and hate everybody. Yeah, I, I love and hate everybody. I'll talk about your team real bad, real bad. And, and if you do good, I'll talk about – well, unless you're a I'd even, – I even – I'm willing to even talk about – well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's talk about these picks, right? So, James Madison uh, and South, South Alabama, 31-23. James Madison right now is undefeated at 5-0. Uh, this game was a very interesting game. I thought South Alabama could have ran the football a little bit better. Um, but for them to be in this game, um, very, very good effort. But this JMU team is is for real. They're definitely for real. Uh, I want to I – can t- I, I can't wait till this team puts a few more years together. Maybe I'm not saying get rid of Virginia Tech, but hey, if you want to keep the ACC together, it might be a good. Never mind. I'm not gonna say. I don't want to. I don't want to talk badly about anybody. Um, McLeod had 241 yards, three touchdowns, only one pick. Also had 10 carries for 61 yards, leading the team in rushing. When your quarterback is also is is leading your team in passing and rushing, there, there's two things about that. Um, it. It means you probably can't run the football the way you want to, but it also means that uh, you get some opportunities for him to just improvise, move around, and at some point you need to assign someone to watch him, spy him, and you didn't. You just didn't. James Madison looks really good. So – <laughs> James Madison looks really good offensively. They just do. They they did what they did enough to win. Uh, wasn't as impressive as they have been, but they did. They did enough, and and in the end, you just won the W. So mm-hmm. that's what they got. 
Texas A&M and uh, Arkansas. So Texas A&M quarterback Connor Wegman uh, injured his foot in practice. Uh, he's out for the season. Didn't mean anything to Texas A&M. 34-22. Uh, Arkansas made a late push at the end, but it, this game was 17-6 to at halftime. Uh, pushed it, pushed it a lot farther. This game is um, Max Johnson isn't a terrible quarterback. He was a starter uh, last year at LSU. So this transfer portal, it's so interesting how we used to we used to kill guys for going for oh you can't go from one team to the next in your own not much less your own conference in your own division. I mean this this rivals. I mean I've seen this type type of thing happen in the NFL. I mean it's that's what you, you're supposed to do. You you you're familiar with a guy in free agency. Oh yeah, we don't have free agency, right? Right? At least I I don't think so. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Max mm-hmm. Johnson has starter experience. Um, but he the thing is, I think th- being able to have that starting experience helps him uh, just manage the game. Jimbo doesn't want to move the offense too much. He just wants to be able to man his quarterback to manage the game. Seventeen to twenty eight. 210, two touchdowns and a pick. Not too bad. On the other end, KJ Jefferson just continues to look like he's regressing. Uh, nine of 17, 132, a touchdown and a pick. Just didn't like it. Uh, this Arkansas team is so dis- has been so disappointing to me. Uh, I just really and this game was um, this game was at was at Jerry World. This is a classic old Big uh, Big Twelve. Or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Big Eight matchup. Uh, mm-hmm. your, your father's father knew about this game. Uh, your Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones knows about this game, and this the kids don't know because there's a little bit the rivalry hasn't been there. But this is a Southwest Conference matchup, and I needed more from this, Jimbo. I I can't wait. Continue going seven, getting seven and eight wins. It's I'm ready to see Texas <clears throat> be a little bit better. Stop. Only a couple more years, just a little bit, just a little few more years. <laughs> they're they're trying to um let that um guaranteed money go down a little bit. Yeah, more. yeah, let that 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 guaranteed uh, buyout go down. Um, yeah, Jimbo just it see Jimbo is like the old man that says, "Get off my lawn! I don't want to run spread. I don't want to go fast. I don't want to throw the ball. I don't want to go air raid." What are we doing, coach? <laughs> what are we doing? Lucky for him, lucky for them, that buyout since is is going away fairly quickly. It's just a matter of time. A little bit. It's just being patient. Just being patient. Um, Jimbo right now, his buyout right now for this year would have been seventy six point eight million. Next year is sixty seven. Twenty five is fifty eight million. 26 is 48 million. So we got to get all the way down to maybe 2029 where it's 19 million. That's probably how I I just, I can't imagine any, a university saying 48 million in three years, 58 million in two years, even 30 million. Willie Taggart got 20 million to go away. 19.8 is a, is reasonable in 2030. So y'all gotta wait seven, six to seven years. Oof. And it's not like they're getting any better. 
Jimbo has a Jimbo's been basically an eight and four, an eight to nine win team, an eight to nine win coach. That's a problem. It's a problem. That's all he has to do there. They and have bigger expectations, of, though. I've got no, bigger expectations. No. And 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 an occasional upset of an Alabama or Georgia here or there, you're fine. Jimbo is fine. That's why he's got the big money. He's fine. He'll be there for a while. Staying in the SEC. This one pissed me off a little bit. So I'm going to, but, but in a good way, but, so the pick pissed me off a little bit because they're supposed to be that guy. They're supposed to be that team, right? You're the mighty Florida Gators. You're ranked still somehow. I don't understand. With two losses, you're still ranked. If it was Miami or Florida State, we wouldn't be ranked. But, you know, everybody has this this love affair with the, with the University of Florida, right? So – the number twenty-two Florida Gators faced off against the uh, the Kentucky Wildcats, and I'm sorry, they were three and one at the time, but still, they hadn't beaten anybody. Not only did you get punched in the mouth, Billy Napier, which is an indictment on Tennessee for how bad they are, because you beat them two weeks ago. You didn't just get punched in the mouth, Billy Napier. It was 23 to 7 at half. Understand me. Billy Napier, please, please, please explain. Ray Davis rushed for 280 yards and four scores. There's a there's a there's a speech there four scores and two hundred and eighty yards ago. Yeah, yeah, not quite. No, it's not how. Okay, I tried. I tried. In spite of your quarterback, Devin Leary, who Devin Leary, you were you were just you were bad at NC State, right? You were bad at NC State. You transferred to an SEC team that needed a quarterback. You went nine, or I'm, yeah, you went nine of nineteen, so less than fifty percent in a in a a sport that says we throw bubble screens half the game. Half of our throws are bubble screens, and you still can't complete fifty percent for less than seventy yards and a touchdown. Make it make sense. Just win, baby. All I have to say is, Florida, I'm I'm done picking you. Mm. I'm done picking you. Mm. Billy. Billy. You know, I, I actually I saw this on, on social media. They the, the new Billy Napier's new name is is um Billy Taggart. <clears throat> so mm, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to do that. To, I don't want to do that to Coach Taggart because he actually did a little song. He did some work, so it just wasn't enough. I'm sorry, but Kentucky 
is still undefeated. They did the Lord's work by beating Florida for the fourth year in a row. In a row. Fourth year. So are we starting a trend here? Is it, can we get to like 10? Just keep kicking them while they're down, please. Kick them while they're down. I'm with it. Ouch. Um, <clears throat> where do we start here? Um, wow. As we said on Thursday that anytime the Gators went up to Lexington, it was a hard out. They, Even when the Gators were good, Kentucky played hard up there. I didn't see this coming. I didn't see this beatdown coming at all. Uh, so props to Kentucky and Gator Nation. Um, hmm. So all I got to say is, hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's flip it over to the ACC. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. Tiger Hope is not alive. But it's not dead either. The Clemson Tigers did what the Clemson Tigers are supposed to do to the Syracuse Orange. Mm. Nothing against Dino Babers, but mm-hmm. that's that team has limitations. Mm-hmm. Kate clubbed it 23 or 37 for 263 and two tutties. Love it. Will Shipley, 18 for 61 and a tut. They did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Tyler Brown had a had a big game, 163 yards. Pretty good game. I'm sorry, 153 yards, nine to, nine catches. Love it. Guys, you'll you'll be all right. We'll we'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Get all of what you need to get out of your system now. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, nothing to see here. Um as we said, was this a game that uh, uh, Clemson just said our season is over or do they man up and do what they're supposed to do on the road I thought that uh, Dabo has a better grip on this team than that just let them falter like that so they did what they were supposed to do. Definitely. Um, somebody that did what they were supposed to do but broke my heart. I love you. I love my military personnel. I break I, I, my heart. Yeah. You guys were supposed you guys had one job. You were doing your job. You know, what darn. You know, he actually went he he's actually from there, from that 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 tree of, of folks. So I can mm. kind of say, do your job. You didn't do your job. You didn't do it the Belichickian way. You did it. You you did it somebody else's way. Um, yeah, the USF Bulls facing a three and two, coming off a couple weeks off a couple weeks ago, going down to the wire with Bama. They're, they're battle tested. Uh, facing off against the Navy midshipmen, I said this option attack, pretty good. I'm not sure what will will USF have the the discipline to stay home and just be bored with two, three, two and three yard gains. They, they're not going to throw the football on you. 
was 14 nothing early and when I flipped back it was it got ugly 44 30 USF wins this game sorry Navy I can't pick you anymore this are this is not the Navy team I know from years ago with Ken Niamatololo, uh, say that three times really fast. Uh, but, yeah, that those Navy teams would have gave USF everything they wanted. This one, things just got out of hand. Good win by USF. They did what I thought they would do. Mm-hmm. They didn't have crucial turnovers. They moved the ball. And they were solid defensively. Good win by those Bulls by going up to Annapolis, which is not an easy place to win. Byron Brown, 338 yards, no turnovers, and three tuds. They, they, I mean, they, they overcame some odds on on Saturday. These Bulls aren't completely done. Watch out. The more experience, he's a true freshman. So give him some time. USF, be patient with him. Uh, we had the Memphis Tigers four and one facing off against the two and three Broncos, uh, Boise State Broncos. I these are not the Broncos I grew up watching. Sorry, this is this is not acceptable. Uh, you got they fought back, but this game was was over early. It was over early. And quite honestly, I'm just not – I'm not – I'm just – it bothers me that Boise State has gotten to this point. It bothers me. You Memphis should never – should not be here at this point. 35-32, late rally, but just wasn't enough. Um, Boise State – Taylor, quarterback Taylor Green, who is a he's a big dude, 6'6, 220. Uh he had three, he had no touchdowns thrown, 12 of 24, still has not developed the way I thought he would since his freshman year. Um just not the Boise State I I intended to see. Hey, Chris Peterson, you want to come off TV? <laughs> you want, are you bored calling games? I mean. The, the project that you built does it looks like it's in shambles. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. Now we both picked uh, Memphis to win this game. Uh, hats off to Boise State for the comeback, though, and for not just folding their clothes up and going to Bill Street and partying. <laughs> so, uh, still some work to do there, but maybe not a, as lost a cause as we may have suspected. We have this one was a uh, this one was topsy turvy. I mean, this one is that there's always that one game where everything makes no sense. Mm. 104 points, 1,343 yards, 65 first downs, 14 touchdowns. What does that equal? The Grove, baby. Two exhausted teams and only one winner after a late score. Ole Miss outlasts LSU 
in a barn burner. 55-49, and they had an opportunity after uh, Ole Miss had a, a big penalty, a big PBU, and then Ole Miss just finds it, and, and they just wet the bed at the end. Or LSU wet the bed at the end. They had every, opportunity. Was, they had every opportunity to win this game. They had every opportunity. I mean, I think this was the kind of game that we – this was the kind of play that I think we both expected mm-hmm. uh, Ole Miss to play. This is the old, this is the old Miss I expected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just going up and down the field, no matter what the odds, no matter who you're playing, uh, pulling rabbits out of your hat. Mm-hmm. That seemed like the Lane Kiffin way. The LSU Tigers have allowed 11 passing touchdowns and an average of 340 passing yards per game against Power 5 opponents. Mm. Take away Mississippi State, this thing doesn't look great. The offense moves when it needs to move, but LSU, you got two losses now. The playoff is out of reach. Will this team... Just pack it in. Will they pack it in? That's the real question. Now, they got some big games coming up, don't they? Yes, uh, they, they do. Alabama's looming. Mm-hmm. Bama's looming. Um, Missouri, they could play spoiler to Missouri next week. Uh, they are at Missouri. Uh, Auburn the following week. And Army's not a e- it's not an easy one. Bama on a, on November 4th, Florida right behind it. Georgia State, that's not an easy one either. And they end the season at Texas A&M. That's I won't call it murderer's row, but it is uh pretty that's a pretty tough tough uh slate of games going down the stretch. Show me what you got. Yeah, Bayou Bengals. Oh, saddle up. This is what you wanted, Brian Kelly. This is what you asked for. Speaking of what you asked for, um, I've never thought I'd say this. Thank you, Notre Dame. Thank you. Can we get that on tape, please? It's it's there. You'll never get it again. I'd never say never. You'll probably never. Okay, you'll probably never get this again. Never say never. Yeah. yeah prob- you probably won't ever. How's that? Yeah. Sam Hartman, when he came to Notre Dame, it was one of the biggest uh, transfer portal additions for any team. Uh, You get a a seasoned vet senior uh, who had the second most passing yards in ACC history while he was at uh, Wake Forest, which is just crazy to even think. He showed why he he was worth every bit of whatever they had to pay him. Let's just be honest about it. That's what it is. Notre Dame was trailing 14-13 in this game. They scored their early touchdown and went up 7-0. This game was very eerily similar to the Ohio State game last week. Uh, with under a minute left, Sam Hartman and the offense faced a uh, – they were down – it was a fourth and 16. And what's the mo- – whenever a quarterback has an opportunity to run, but he's aware, he's the, mo- the most aware player on the field, scrambling doesn't make sense – when you can throw the football, and if we know if you cross the line of scrimmage, you can't throw a ball, 
He's looking, he's looking, he's looking. He wants to scramble so bad. It's like scramble. The, the brain says scramble, go get it. But the brain also says this is fourth down. I got to throw this football. And at some point he's just tiptoeing at the line of scrimmage and he says, the hell with it, I'm going. He not only got gets 16, he gets 18. Hey, coach, I need we need 16. I'm going to go get you two more just to make sure. Right? Extended the game for this final drive. Um, took off, handed the ball off next possession. And Audrick and Steam just had a big run. Running the football with under 40 seconds is, is crazy in itself for me. Uh, but a big play. A big play. Uh, Notre Dame did everything they needed to do. They were solid on defense. Um, Notre Dame extended their regular season winning streak over ACC opponents to 30 games. 30 games. Right? We're touching Bobby Bowden um, type numbers. (laughs) I never thought I'd hear anybody say, Notre Dame could surpass Bobby Bowden. Imagine saying that. Very, un- very unfortunate news in this one. Um, Riley Leonard, quarterback at for uh, for Duke in the last fifty seconds of this game, uh, last drive had an opportunity to possibly get it within uh, field goal range. He gets he scrambles and he is rolled up. Uh, I know no answers as to what the injury was, but it was definitely a, a terrible ankle injury. Uh, he walked off. He he was carried off the field. He was uh, he was on crutches for the last was the last player to. He was the integral part of this whole team. <clears throat> Never want to see injuries, no matter who I root for. Never want to see injuries. Um, Notre Dame that, and then at the end of a game that possibly you have a chance of possibly not even winning, uh, but you got to give it a shot and he gets injured that way. Um, thoughts and prayers are out to him for a speedy recovery, but yeah, that was, that was a hell of a game. Tough loss by, for the Dukies, um, and especially with the quarterback, I agree. He's the engine that makes that whole team run. It's going to be interesting to see them moving forward now, but it doesn't look good. Doesn't look good at all. Your so do we have? Yeah, yeah, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Sorry, I know you got a little happy there, but not yet. Uh, Georgia State, four and one, let me down against uh, a, a tough Troy team. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not off the bandwagon over here of picks picking them, but uh, they made it really hard for me. Uh, and last but not least, your your fighting Joe Briggs, the the TC yes. Horn Frogs, yes, down twenty four to twenty one to the West Virginia Mountaineers, who are four and one. Neil Brown. I'm sorry. I want to give a public apology to one Neil Brown. Your team is a tough group of son SOBs. We're just going to call it that. Y'all some tough SOBs. Okay. Mm. And quite honestly, I'm not convinced, but I do know that this team is battle tested. 
TCU had an opportunity to win that game. Um, a couple blo- a blocked field goal at the end. They already had a kick blocked earlier. Uh, TC, I was watching this game in and out, and I just kept saying, West Virginia just – they're hanging around and they're just – they're giving TCU everything they want. Defensively, TCU had an opportunity to come back. They killed themselves with penalties and on the last drive had to kick a 57-yard field goal. Not ideal for a college kicker. Uh, No. (laughs) Not ideal. But they had an opportunity. TCU isn't dead yet, but three and two hurts, especially in a Big 12 where Oklahoma and Texas look like they're back to their old self. Not a good loss. Shot themselves in the foot. You're not going to win too many games like that. Uh, this is not your. This is not my fighting brig team from last year who did one hit one. I mean, could they be the um, the Milli Vanillis? Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's. I don't want to say that, but. They're not playing the same. And they won a lot of close games last year. It's just balancing out this year. I mean, how many times did we call them the cardiac kids last year for pulling out some miraculous 47-45 game last year? Mm -hmm. Well, that's not the case this year. They're not getting those dubs. Definitely not getting that that dub. Uh, they're not one hit wonders. They're just not. Max Dugan ain't back. Is not at the controls anymore. It is what it is. And he's not walking through that through that nah, tunnel either. Nah, nah, nah. Speaking of, I know who is walking through that tunnel. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, does does Stetson Bennett have another semester? I'm, I'm nah, just, no, just, oh, no, oh, okay. no. Okay. And I don't think Darnell Washington or any of those guys from the Kobe Dean or anybody else is coming through that door. But I know who is. Who's that, man? Brock Bowers. Ooh, Brock gosh. Bowers has been the best tight end in the league in, in college football since he stepped on the field as a freshman two years ago, and he has been everything to this team. He lines up outside. He lines up inside. He sets the edge. Uh, he's a good blocker. If he, the way we talk about football play, he's a football player. He plays tight end, but he is a football player. 157 yards and a touchdown. That's a tight end. Eight catches. That's a tight end. We're not talking about a receiver. They throw him screens. They throw him little now screens. When have we ever seen tight ends? Hey, throw him a now screen. Hmm. Mm. Brock Bowers was was the sole reason that Auburn did not pull this this uh this upset. Auburn ran the football down Georgia's throat, and I think that might have given that might have um set off some alarms for me. I watched the majority of this game, and every time I saw it, I was like, man, Auburn has a chance. Auburn has a chance. It was 17, it was 10 nothing. Uh then it turned to 17-10. Uh, they threw a bad pick, you know that it's Georgia seems like that team. It's like it's long if they can hang around, 
that vice grip just gets tighter and tighter and tighter. At some point, you just make a mistake. They made a mistake. Pick six. Pick six here. A Brock Bowers Herculean effort there. And somehow this game got out of control in the late third, early fourth quarter. With people like Cam Newton and Frank Thomas in attendance. Yeah. This one was a good one. Hugh Freeze isn't dead in the water. He has some talent. He can he can scheme his way to keep it close. If he recruits some pretty well going forward, Auburn might be a problem. Dear Georgia, y'all aren't – this is not two years ago. This is not last year. Stetson isn't walking through that door. N'Kobe Dean isn't walking through that door. Jordan Davis isn't walking through that door. Uh, Quay Walker, Keely Ringo, none of those guys are walking through the door. I don't trust anybody. I don't even trust Lad McConkey right now because he's just injured. This Georgia team is a is an entire – they've come back down to earth a little bit. Wow. They're still the reigning and defending – Two-time, two-time, two-time national champion, but they are not that national. That team is not – this team is not that team, and they can be beat. Just takes the right team. Any team can be beat, though, at any given – That 2000 – never mind, never mind. I'm I'm not going to say anything about that 2001 team that I love so much. The one that lost in Phoenix? No, 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 no. That's 2002. I said 2001. Ask Nebraska. Ask Nebraska. Um, yeah, yeah, ask Nebraska. But but no, listen. <clears throat> Georgia is just one of those teams that's just going about their business. They're, this is not a pretty team. This, this team isn't going to wow you. And they haven't been able to wow you in two years. Last year, they just went about their business and just won games until the national championship game. Well, that's when they exploded. This team does what it. This team does whatever it has to do to win games, and they're still winning games. So, no, they're not what they used to be, but they don't have to be. They just have to be better than said opponent. When they play them, so far so good. And you're right; that number nineteen is a man. Definitely is a man. That's a man's man uh, when it comes to this college football thing. Um, George is going to be tough to beat if they if they get through Ole Miss. They get through. Um, they if they get through, well, they'll get through. Some Ole Miss is really their only real target that's on their back left. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried if Georgia gets through. They get to the SEC title game. I I don't I don't know who'll be Bama seems like they're the only one that wants out of the SEC West that wants to be SEC champions. SEC West champs. LSU doesn't want it. You get through old miss. Mm. We'll see. 
So your your Colorado are are they yours? They're not mine, but are they yours? Your the Colorado Buffaloes? Are you still they, hanging around with those guys? They are the Colorado Buffaloes. Mm, they're not your. Oh yeah, because your homeboy is here this week, and you know, <laughs> get it right now. If your homeboy is around, you you gotta you gotta switch it up just a little bit. I get it. I get it. Um, Funny. USC is exactly USC is what we thought they were. Shout out to Denny mm. Green, the late Denny <laughs> Green. The Trojans are who we thought they were, and that could be a good thing and a bad thing. High scoring team, mm-hmm. but a defense that just lets the foot off the gas. We ain't crowning them. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not crowning. I, I crowned them. I don't know. I don't know yet. Uh, but we also know right. that Caleb Williams. You did crown them. I did crown. I literally crowned them. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Uh, but I did. But Caleb Williams is a cheat code. Uh, it is mm. what it is. I mean, six touchdowns, six touchdowns, mm. four hundred and three passing yards, six touchdowns. Uh, he has twenty-one passing touchdowns on the season, and he could have. It could have gotten much worse. Um. Yeah, but their defense. Ranked 119th in the country in yards allowed per play. Alex uh, Grinch, we need to have a conversation. We need to have a conversation. It ain't good enough, coach. 119 out of 134. It ain't good enough. Uh, I'm not getting into all that in, in terms of average yard per play allowed, blah, 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 per play. Yeah, okay. What's concerning is the 40-plus points they're giving up. That's the only thing that should concern, be of concern to anyone. They had a shot. They had a chance to really knock Colorado out early, and they failed to do that. Mm-hmm. Good teams don't mess around with teams. Mm-hmm. Because when you play a team that's just as talented or maybe even a little more physical, let them hang around will end up costing you in the end. This defense still concerns me. The only thing about USC that I really not the only thing, but we've said it. Uh, I think I, I reiterated it on Thursday. Offensively, they put pressure on you like Golden State, hitting threes. They're going to score. <laughs> Can you outscore them? Because you're not going to stop them. It's going to be, it's going to be, but can. I, I, they remind me of TCU in a sense. Last year, that TCU, all they wanted was the ball at the end of the game, and they're going, they're going, they're going to find a way to win. Uh, this team, I want to see them make plays defensively that will seal a game. I don't know if they can do that, so. And I'm looking big picture. I'm looking playoff picture because we know they're talented enough offensively to play with anyone. 
and and I'm sorry, after five games, four or five games, six games, whatever it is, whatever week we were in, if my man isn't on the lifts of every Heisman voter as being the front runner for, for being a two time winner, I got some issues. There's a certain guy in Washington uh, that you like a lot. I don't know. I do, I do but it's going to be hard. He, he went for five or four yesterday, Mike. It I think was, he only went four. I think he had four. But nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, Michael Penix looks damn good. Looks damn good. And granted, they were a bit of, they were in a bit of a dogfight with, with uh Arizona, uh, who gave them everything they wanted. Um but still. But still. And actually he didn't throw any touchdowns last on yesterday. He didn't throw any touchdowns. He was 30 or 40, which I'm still figuring trying to figure out how did you manage that. Um but I just I can't count him out. I can't count him out. Uh, speaking of Heisman, let's do that. Off the top of your head, who does who who give me give me three people that should be in be in New York at this point in the season? Just kind of impromptu. Caleb Bo Michael. Caleb, wow. So the whole so we just gonna call it the pack the pack twelve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I really am. I'm good with it because really I don't see anybody else that has really put anybody there's no I'm not putting a tight end off of one game. No. I'm not no. doing it. No. Is Shador a Heisman candidate, even with two losses? Especially losing to the two that are in your three. Yeah, I mean, and and, and the numbers he put up were great yesterday. Um, I know that's a tough question. I, I he needs – he had, yeah, I, and, and that's usually my job, but that's fine. Right now, no. Mm. But but he's on the cusp. He's he's the he's on the ones to watch list, and he could move up. I I, I think he's his his numbers say he deserves to be in the discussion. But you got to win games too. Oh, <sighs> well, yeah. He didn't hurt, he didn't hurt them yesterday, but that. That Oregon loss, that yeah, that yeah, that was that that was that was a tough game for his Heisman hopes. You have to win game if you're going to lose. You and you can't have a stinker like that. The twenty three or thirty three for one fifty nine and a touch, and that's great. The numbers look great, right? If he was 250 and let's say if that game was competitive and it was 
Perhaps. And he's 350, 250, and two or three tuds, no picks. Because eh, he doesn't turn the ball over. 15 touchdowns to two picks. But we also know that TCU isn't as good as we thought. Nebraska's definitely not as good as we thought. Colorado State might be a little better than we thought. But USC and Oregon are exactly what we thought they were. And while he may have had really good games against those two, being um, 33 of – what, 78 for a little over, what, almost 500 yards, roughly about, roughly about 500 yards, five touchdowns and a pick, 66 and 69% completion, uh, respectively, it's not enough. You got to come away with the dub. With you got If you split one of those, we may, we may have a conversation about it. I still think he could be in the – discussions I just the loss last week amped up the anti Dion anti um, Colorado mm-hmm. um, voices who people who are just haters anyway and who who thinks that uh Coach Sanders is all about himself, and and as as Dan Lanny said in his pregame, you know they're about clicks. And, and why why are you talking about me, man? I don't, see, I, don't I don't appreciate that. See, but I I don't think that's really what that's about, because by doing that, Coach Lanning, aren't you aren't you trying to get some clicks too? By inviting CBS into your locker room for your pregame. Well, anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's a but, conver- that's a, that's an interesting conversation that we can have. We yeah, may we, have we, to have that. We may have that's to have fine. That. And, and, and we can, but <laughs> that just got the, the 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 haters out. Okay, so so now you have to be. I don't want to say almost perfect, but. It's almost like Shadour, with that loss, with that performance, went back to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you remember a Steve McNair. Yes, I do. When he was at an HBCU coming out. Alcorn State, and, of course. And putting up hellified numbers. I think he finished third or fourth in the Heisman voting that year. I want to say fourth. I don't. I don't think he made it to third. But anyway, um, I, I think that loss put Shadour back to HBCU status, and he's going to need some monster games. He finished, by the way, third in the Heisman voting. He, he did finish third. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, he's going to need some monster games. Not necessarily five hundred, but. Three seventies um, and four or five t- touchdowns, and more importantly, a couple of victories. They need to get bowl eligible for him to become a um, to go to New York. The last time someone won the Heisman with multiple losses, Johnny Manziel and Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow had 
they were nine and three in 2007. That was the crazy year where everybody, every number one lost every, that was that every year. week. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, but it was, that wasn't on Tebow that I can't, well, I'll say this and I, I'm not a Tebow supporter, uh, apologist, anything you'll, that's the farthest I am from him, but I give credit where credit is due. That defense was terrible that year. Tebow, if Tebow wasn't and that offense weren't there or as good as they were, um, yeah, that team would have been an eight and four. Or, or, no, they probably would have been much worse than that because he accounted for 50 touchdowns. Just saying. And of course, you know what Johnny Manziel did. We, we know, we, we called him, we gave him a whole nickname. We gave him an entire nickname. So, uh, but to bring to kind of bring it back as far as Heisman is concerned, I think I'm with you on this one. Caleb, Caleb Williams right now might be the first person to win an Heisman back to back, but it's for me. So here's, here's my thinking. And I've, and I've always, I try to keep it very objective, right? <laughs> I've seen, up. I've seen Lamar Jackson and Johnny Manziel, put up ridiculous numbers. I've seen seen Tim Tebow put up ridiculous numbers. I've seen Reggie Bush put up ridiculous numbers. I've seen uh, Vince Young put up ridiculous numbers. Vince couldn't even get a Heisman, and we know, looking back, Vince probably should have got that Heisman, right? If if it was talked about at the end, he just happened to be in in the same season that Reggie Bush was around. Reggie Bush was a Heisman candidate and then won it the following year only because his quarterback was just that guy. And they were stacked like that. But Lamar Jackson, I look back and I look at his numbers and I say, what about him makes you not believe he's a Heisman candidate and he should not win it twice. I mean, that's just being honest. Um, His, his sophomore and junior year, 3,500 yards, nine, 3,500 yards, 30 touchdowns to nine picks. 30 in his senior year or his junior year of uh, 3,600 yards. So he threw more, he threw more for more yards, three less touchdowns, one more pick. And that's just through the air. Forget about what he did on the ground. You know, it, it's hard. If Lamar Jackson can't get it, who's going to get it? Just being honest, who's going to get it? Caleb Williams. Oof. And I mean, I'm just saying, Lamar Jackson went from 1,500 yards his his sophomore year to 1,600 yards the following year, and he had 21 touchdowns on the ground his sophomore year and 18 touchdowns on the ground his junior year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the man is accounting for four. He had he's accounting for what 5,000 yards of offense. Listen, listen, Fred. His it, numbers it, aren't aren't good enough. Who's they are? It, it, it's simple. Uh, Voters like the next best thing. They like the, ooh, he's a flash. Where did he come from? Yes, he deserves this. And then once once you do win it, then you're like, okay, yeah, all right, we saw that. You know, it's mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. And then, and it was Louisville. So it wasn't a, a high-profile football squad. This time, 
while you may have some East Coast bias, you're still in a big enough market mm-hmm. that can overcome that East Coast bias. When you're with um, a program such as USC, with the tradition it has, it can over, overcome biases. Caleb is putting up um, putting up uh, 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 Madden EA Sports type numbers. Oh, definitely. Uh, last year, forty five hundred yards, forty two touchdowns, five picks. This year, uh, sixteen hundred yards, twenty one. He's already he's already equaled half of what he's done last year, at least in in the touchdowns. In the touchdown he threw, department, he threw one. In a, he threw his first interception, man, which was a horrible, horrible decision. Five homie. games to throw a pick. <laughs> horrible decision, homie. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but no. Uh, right now, he has to be a front runner. Um, now, now, having said that, what I said about the next best thing, the Heisman voters, because remember. I used to be a Heisman voter, so I know how these people think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm coming, I'm coming at you as just like how I used to think when I had the vote. They look at someone like Michael Penix and be like, "Hmm, where did he come from?" Yeah. Or, or you look at an old man like, like the old man, Bo, and you're like, "Oh, what a great story Bo is," and you forget about what you're seeing on the field. You're forgetting the meaning of Heisman, the most outstanding player. Outstanding player, player. yes. Which right now is Caleb Williams. When I watch all three of these quarterbacks play, I say Michael Penix is the hot right now, and there's nothing against him. They haven't played anybody. No, none of the really and truly no one's really played anybody. USC and and, and Oregon have kind of played this. They they played similar teams because they they they've done a lot of the same things to call a team like Colorado. But the reality is neither team has played anybody. None of these teams have played anybody. But all three of them will play each other. And so can we can we? They'll systematic in a sense. They may systematically just each other out. Who has the best game against? And, and I and I hate that because quarterbacks don't actually play against each other. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things. Quarterback duels don't actually exist. It's like I didn't line up against you. I what I do doesn't affect you. But at the same time, what if what if USC's offense just isn't hitting that week? What if it's a little cold in Washington? What if it's a little rainy somewhere in the office? These are all things that have nothing to do with you, you know, but you're judged by these things. So we'll yeah. see. We have a lot of season left. Mm-hmm. A lot of season left. Uh, anybody, I mean, Mike Haynes uh, did not play this week, so we beat the bye week. No injuries. No Nobody doing anything crazy. They were actually out, you know, doing some team bonding, mini golf. Bowling, things like that. So nothing KOD? crazy. No, no KOD. No KOD. Oh. KOD oh. is for the end of the season when we win a national title. Oh. That's the only way. That's the only way we go to KOD. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, if, the, if you guys don't know what KOD is, just do some research. Google's a good place. <laughs> a good start. I'm not going into that. Um, 
but that's only for the natty. Mario's like, you only go if we make the, if you get to the natty. Okay, mm. it is what it is, mm. and you win the natty. You can't just get there and get blown out like TCU. Um, mm. Ouch. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't. Was it, you, that yeah, wasn't, that wasn't yeah. necessary, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. So um, you can't you can't just get there and get and only score and only kick field goals like Oregon back in 2011. Um, you gotta actually win that thing. You gotta win that. But but, oh, like sort of like Ohio State did, and anyway, I have Um, Ohio State did win a national championship uh, in the 2010s. They sure did. They sure did. With Ezekiel, they sure did under or with Urban Meyer. They sure did. They should have too. They had. They should have too. They had a defeated season that didn't count. So nonetheless, definitely. <laughs> so anybody, anything, anything as we close things out. Any anybody or any game that really intrigued you? Um, look back at them a couple times and say, hey, I might have to check them out a little bit. Oklahoma's uh Oklahoma Jesus. Um Colorado State. Jeez. Mm. That that they surprised me with their win. Um glad to see your team yellow. Mm. Univer- University of Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um doing what they have to do uh so far, but now now we're starting to get into the nitty now. We're going to see now. If they win, they have to beat uh, the power three. They're going to have to get one of them, at least, for this to be a, a nine-win season, which I predicted at the beginning of the year, which would have been one of my hot takes, which I couldn't give you. Uh, um, <laughs> you, you now you want to take it back. Now you want to update I got you. No, no. No, no, that would have been my hot take. Of the, of the, um, Maryland beating either Penn State, um, Ohio State, or Michigan, and winning nine games. What that? But anyway, um, go Terps, um, and the Rattlers, the Rattlers, the true orange and green team in the state of Florida. I like to have that only because my t- the the real orange. We went to like Mississippi Valley State, mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi Valley, Mississippi State, Mississippi Valley State. Yeah, yeah, and did what we were supposed to do: thirty-one to ten, I think, something like that. Yeah, not bad. Um, not bad. Still getting better. Still climbing. We got big aspirations. Good win for the Rattlers. Um, and that's all I have, my friend. Nothing really surprises me in this world of college football. Uh, I At this point of the year, this is when it gets to, oh, y'all lost? Really? Not surprised. Oh, you got tested? Not surprised. <laughs> um, hey, Jacksonville State, when we go into week five, week six, um, hey, guys, make sure you do me a favor and avenge and do the Lord's work and uh, on a th- Wednesday night, Wednesday night action here. Um, please go ahead, do do the Lord's work and just beat uh, Middle Tennessee State. Beat their brains in, please. They are one and four. Thank you. I'd appreciate it. Uh, we have Sam Houston State facing off against Liberty on Thursday night action. 
Uh, no matching yet, but we do have some Sunbelt. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, we got Friday Night Lights, Kansas State and Oklahoma State. That one will be interesting. Uh, we have, of course, my Canes. They face off against Georgia Tech. Uh, it is a eight o'clock eight eight o'clock kick. And by the way, the, the those those sweet Miami Knights black jerseys glow in the dark too. Pretty sweet. If you haven't checked them out, go check them out. Um, we have the Red River Shootout. They don't call it that. I'm sorry, the Red River Rivalry. Guys, it's the Red River Shootout. It is what it is. Let's just call it what it is. I just got shot out over here. Mmm. Mmm. Your Terps. Your Terps. High noon. They get Ohio State. First big test. First big test. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. YOLO. Can YOLO handle handle some, some real work? Hey, this is the team. This is when you say, forget it. YOLO. Okay. YOLO. The Let it go. The Pac-12 is popping. We got uh, the we have the Washington State Cougars, number sixteen. Washington State Cougars facing off against uh, UCLA. Uh, old AC, early ACC matchup for the two thousands. Uh, we have Virginia Tech and Florida State. Virginia Tech quietly had a win, but um, okay. Mm, yeah. Texas A&M and Bama. This is gonna. This is shaping up to be a good week. Uh, we'll see. Bama, Bama still just it hasn't gotten right, and I don't think they will. They're going to have to win in different ways. Jalen Milrow will not be the, the so-called end-all, be-all. Uh, I am the biggest Syracuse Orange fan this coming week. Hey, Syracuse, beat up on North Carolina for me. Please just beat them up a little bit. Beat them up a little bit. Uh, two weeks from now, Miami does play North Carolina, so uh, if, you are, if you are wondering. Uh, Vanderbilt in Florida. <laughs> Billy, they gonna leave, they gonna they gonna if this game's at home for you, but they gonna they're gonna um they're gonna have cops escort you out of Gainesville. You better run for your life if you lose this game, Billy. Billy, from uh you know there was another Billy and never mind that's a, that's a basketball movie. Let, I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, UCF Kansas. A team close. You're a, one of your adoptive teams facing off against a team that's close to close to you. Against, yeah. against the defending the 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 former national champion. <laughs> national champion. <laughs> I, I don't. We don't recognize that. But okay. Uh, a matchup that I'm interested in: Louisville, five and zero Louisville facing off against five and one Notre Dame. Can they can they keep the streak up? Notre Dame keep the streak up. Um, yes. I gotta see that that Cardinal team later. Beat up on them Notre Dame. Lean on them a little bit. Anybody playing somebody that plays against a team I lo- I, I hold near and dear to my heart, lean on them. Lean on them a little bit. Um, lean with it. And with it. yeah, and we got Oregon. So we got Pac-12 after dark action. Oregon State number nineteen. Oregon State against Cal and USC Arizona. Arizona Gate. Arizona gave problems to Washington. Caleb, you're at home. Do what you're supposed to do and stop letting these teams that have no business hanging around hang around. That's not Caleb's fault. That's not Caleb's fault. Go score 50 (laughs) points. Go go score. Go get them points. So make sure you guys follow the show on Twitter. 
uh, at CFB Overdrive. Let us know what you think. Where do where what are your Heisman thoughts? Uh, is Caleb on track, or will they kind of push him to the side for the new the new guy around? Well, he's not really the new guy. He's been he was here last year. He was doing numbers last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, let us know what you think. You can follow me on Twitter at Fred Purdue CFB. Rick, where can they find you? At Rick Brown 91, R-I-C-K-B-R-O-W-N-9-1. Love it. Love it. Twitter. Love it. Who, you, who do your, rat, your Rattlers have this coming week? Let's see. What is the date? Okay. They don't have a bye week yet, I do not believe. Let's find out here. I haven't looked. You know what? I was still, um, I was still in my... Um, relishing the my 24 hours to get this victory so i hadn't even looked at the next the next opponent yet mm. so let's see because we're just taking games one game at a time oh oh ooh. <laughs> you guys have southern yeah we go to baton rouge which is never a good place for rattlers to go to. Are you worried? Just a smidge? Sounds a little worried there. I do not like going to Louisiana um, as a rattler. But, I mean, they're on the schedule. They're next up. So, they can get it too. Southern, you guys beat Southern 30-16 to 16 last year. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We shall be fine. All right. So, again, hit us up on social media. Let it, let us know what you think. Heisman candidate, who's your favorite team? Let us know if that if your team, if your season's going good or bad, indifferent. If you're if you're a Wildcat fan, let us know how good it felt to beat Florida for the fourth time in the row in a row. Always something good to see. I, I'm a supporter of you guys right now. Do keep doing the Lord's work. It's, it's a good job you guys did over there. Until we until we reconvene here to talk about everything college football, make sure you guys stay safe and peace. And peace. <laughs>